Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. This is Dr. Thaddeus Venture, and you're listening to the Long Box Guys. Whatever that means. the long box guys gonna do tonight brain the same thing the long box guys do every night pinky drink and talk about comics they're useless to taking over the world yes hey everybody and welcome to the long box guys with me as always is some of my very favorite people on the planet mike how you doing and what are you drinking i'm doing well tonight and i am just drinking an a&w root beer delicious tommy sweet sweet tommy how you doing I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm good. What are you drinking over there, buddy? I am drinking some Grainstone 14-year-old single malt scotch, and it is delicious. It looks delicious. Grainstone. Grainstone. And Josh, our our, our resident beer uh, aficionado, what do you got today? I am pouring, and for the first time, a beer called Emperor Julius, which is the triple version of one of my favorite beers. We'll see how it looks. It looks hazy. Very dark. Very hazy. Very hazy. That's the can. Uh, what's the other one called, then, if that's the triple version? So there's Julius, King Julius, and then Emperor Julius. I've had King Julius. I thought it was a little too much for me. That's a, that's a big beer. That's a big beer. Big beer, and today we're going big with three things instead of one thing. Today we're doing masks, hats, and I forgot the third thing. Helmets. 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 Shit that goes on your head. Shit that goes on your head. I suppose we could do crowns, tiaras, whatever else you prop up there. There's, like, a, there's a couple other visors. Mikey loves visors. there. Yeah. Mikey's got a thing for Cyclops. So we're going to be talking about the accoutrement that goes on superheroes' heads. Headgear in general. What's the coolest? What's the best? What's the most powerful? What's the dumbest? I think we all have a, a, a couple for the dumbest. Well, we don't. Well, maybe. <laughs> I think the I dumbest think... is what kills you, Tom. What kills you with cancer. What you have to, what you have to move your head to an uncomfortable way to use—that's the dumbest. I think we're on the same page on that one. If that's the one you're picking, we're gonna let you do it, Mikey. We're gonna start off with you, though. I'm gonna go with the coolest-looking headpiece in comic books because it protects everybody, or it protects the wearer, I should say, from being blinded by anything on the side of him. It basically eliminates any peripheral vision and I'm talking about Stiltman's helmet. <laughs> that helmet is god awful looking. It looks like an upside down bucket. But no, good how dare you, sir? Whenever you ask an artist to draw Stiltman, they get excited about drawing that helmet. Do you have any idea uh, and I'm asking this in, in all earnestness why that helmet is designed like that? I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense. It 
the guy has no peripheral vision. That's the only way Iron Man was able to sucker punch him into Iron Wars. Really? That's the only weakness Stiltman has? Besides Pretty much. That's the, the only sun. reason Daredevil has ever been able to defeat Stiltman. Because his peripheral vision sucks. Yeah. Is it designed that way so when he inevitably falls, he won't <laughs> crack open his, his neck? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. LT, thank you. Thank you. It makes sense. It's a safe, you know what? Oh, shit, like, yeah. It's a perfect, safety harness. He had a perfectly workable thing that let him sail around, and then Oshi came up and goes, no, 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 yeah. your neck you're is gonna, totally unprotected. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's like the uh, the race car drivers where there's the, the system that, like, snaps his neck into place. The collar. If he falls, yeah. yeah, the collar. So, like, he's fallen a long way if he falls, and he doesn't want to get whiplash, but he still wants to be able to turn his head. So he gives up a little peripheral vision for yeah. for spinal health and safety. Yeah. I think I think it's a perfectly fine trade-off. Also, I'll note that his antennae generally come up above that, so he gets reception. So he's got probably sensors going on to alert yeah. him if shit's coming from behind. Like I, I think it's a, I mean, it's the perfect design. Been a better way to do it, <laughs> but it's it's definitely got its. But it's, it's a, a way. It's got its parts. It's a way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, side note, he doesn't want to get Whiplash, but I'm pretty sure he has worked with Whiplash. Could have, yeah. Irony. Yeah, probably. Yeah, irony. <laughs> Fighting Iron Man, too. Triple irony. Yeah. Tommy, what's your favorite one? Hawkman. Oh, my He's, God. He has one of the coolest headpieces around, and you know it. He ripped the face off a chicken, and you think that's cool. And no one of the chickens have bothered him since. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I have to agree with LT on that one. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the... Uh, who's the guy at Pensacon that does those sketches for of the Golden Age characters that we get every year? Uh, you're talking about uh, Steve Butler? Steve Butler. If you, yeah, if you've seen Steve Butler's uh, Hawkman and Hawkwoman, they are fucking amazing. You know, I, now that you mentioned that, I do, and uh, the eyes under the mask are very striking in his drawings. Yeah. yeah. They, they look like there's an evil creature staring out from behind a chicken face, and that's pretty scary. <laughs> Actually, those really are good. I'll give you that, but I was watching, uh, so everybody probably watched the Super Bowl this week. There was that great ad that showed, that's what gave me in. There was a great ad that uh, showed a bunch of the upcoming trailers, including the one for Black Adam. And Batman and the Flash, and in one of those, Tommy, I, I know you're happy. Hawkman does make an appearance. They don't even say which one. They kind of made one long commercial that showed all three of those movies, and then out of nowhere, Hawkman is just standing. I'll say majestically, but that costume doesn't translate all that well over to the real world. Did you see it? No, I didn't. I haven't seen it yet. Well, Hawkman, he's probably staring judge, judgmentally because he's a little judgmental of a guy. You know what? That's exactly you, you nailed the stance. I'll give you that, my friend. Clap, clap, clap. He was standing on like a broken roof, looking unsatisfied with the way things were going. <laughs> I saw some stills. I didn't see the trailer, and there were a few characters in the stills that I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" So, if you DC actually released the first Black Adam teaser trailer. And it's got uh, Adam Smasher. That's the giant dude who's running down the street. I, I, I saw Adam Smasher, Smasher yeah. yeah. Recognized Hawkman. There was a 
woman in green? I didn't know who that was. Um, I think that's Cyclone. Oh, Cyclone. Okay. Yeah, that's a kind of a deep cut. I think. I, I, I don't remember the woman in green, but there's not a lot of women in green in the Black Adam yeah i get that okay yeah no no that i can see i can see kind of the the comic book costume to that costume you might be right because there was something yellow on her chest too like a symbol that i couldn't make out so maybe yeah maybe i'll take that i think it's good i thought she was a green lantern i don't think so but i wasn't thinking about it real hard well was she green or the costume green costume yeah if she was green that would definitely be jade See, I was kind of thinking Jade when I first saw her, but then I noticed that she wasn't great. And then I thought maybe she was just a generic lantern. Yeah, no, I think Mike, good call. Okay. Yeah, I think you got it, Mike. Like yeah, I said, I wasn't thinking too much about it. Off of one costume color, Mike nails it. <laughs> I was really happy to see Adam Smasher. That's cool. I feel like Adam Smasher. That is awesome. Yeah. He's a big dick running around like a big dick. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> uh, all right, Ty, that was a good pick. Josh, how about you? I've got a a lot, but for some reason, and I'm not a big DC guy, but I was drawn to this helmet. Black Manta. Oh, yeah. And it's super functional. It's super functional. (laughs) Like, he can't be Black Manta without that helmet. He can't be, right? That helmet is iconic. (laughs) <laughs> she's scuba steve there's no like as soon as you see it you're like that's black mana there's no you're not going to mistake that for behind for, it's still, for black else, manta. still black mana it could be that you know you're uh you know you're from the side still black mana. Still black mana and yeah just like that i liked it in uh you know all justice league and all the the cartoons and i like the representation of it in the aquaman movie even though i was a huge fan of the movie but I did like giant laser beam eyes, black mana helmets going on. It was cool. Black mana. Cool helmet. Yeah. All right. That was a good one because that, that helmet really is functional. It really is. That's, that's one of the more yep. functional ones. You nailed that. Uh, I'm going to put like a class of masks that I just like seeing whenever I see it. I love seeing the classic domino mask. I just like it. Ollie, if I have to nail one, just pick one, I would say I like Black Goliath's domino mask. But I'm really just talking about the Domino Mask. I think it's a great classic look. Whenever I see it, I'm thinking, all right, we're giving a throwback. We got an old-fashioned kind of character here going. Uh, it goes all the way back to, like, the spirit. Uh, that Domino Mask, just every time I see it, I just think it looks great. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's a style choice. It is a style choice. Okay! Domino Mask, okay. Mikey, back to you, Mikey. Uh, I, I, you gotta go with the, I think one of the coolest helmets in comics and definitely the most powerful helmet in comics. That is the helmet of fate. Drink. Drink. Uh, yes. The condo of Naboo, uh, where his consciousness resides, one of the lords of order, whoever wears the helmet becomes Dr. Fate. Um, no matter which iteration uh, it is, anybody wearing that helmet is always cool. And um, I like the fact that, you know, 
uh, especially the way they did it in Young Justice, where they know it's a powerful weapon, but they know that you give up yourself in order to use such a powerful weapon, that there's a sacrifice involved with getting that kind of power, because all magic costs something. It's a huge sacrifice. I mean, are you even really Dr. Fate? Oh, your body's definitely Dr. Fate. Yeah, your you, body's Dr. Fate, sure. You are you are locked away in a box in your own subconscious. Yeah. No, well, no, I, yes and no. It's it's a combination. You know, yeah. they do you can exert some control over uh Nabu, but Nabu's Nabu's the driver and you're sitting in the passenger seat going, Turn right what? here. Right. What? I just want to change the radio station to someone I love. Can we no. stop at the rest stop, please? But yes, the helmet looks cool, too. I, I always love when I see people cosplaying with the Dr. Fade helmet. I've seen it at a bunch of cons, and every time I'm like, I really want that, but I don't want to spend so much money on <laughs> He is also in the stills for Black Adam. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep, I remember that now. Yeah. That is probably, I think you might have the most powerful pick. That's a pretty powerful one. Tommy, what do you got next? Well, since Mikey went with the helmet that had stuff in it, I will also go with a helmet that has stuff in it and choose Ant-Man's helmet. Because Ant-Man's helmet, as we know in the comics, contained one of uh, Hank Pym's labs that he uh, gave to Scott Lang. The ant farm. The ant farm. The ant farm. So, I thought the ant farm. Oh no, I'm thinking of the. I'm thinking of the big house. So the ant farm is. No, the ant farm was a jail. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the ant farm was a jail. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. No, but he had a lab in his helmet, and uh, he gave it to Scott Lang, and gave a bunch of research to Scott Lang in that lab that was hidden inside his helmet, in the Ant Man costume. And, you know, when the Scientist Supreme gives you a present like that, it, it means something. I mean, yeah. It does. Yeah. It means something from the bottom of his heart. Yeah. Or the bottom of his cybernetic helmet that talks to ants. Spear and cybernetic helmet. <laughs> All right, Josh, how about you? Um, I, got, I got a lot of choices here. I'm going to go with... Uh, this started out in... When, when we were young and reading X-Men basically as a whole building and has shrunk over the ages into a helmet. And I'm talking about Cerebro. That's right. Cerebro used to be a monster of a contraption. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of nice, actually, to see something actually progress in a comic book chronologically to something more useful <laughs> and remain there, which is pretty uncommon. So It's going to be contact Cerebro. lenses after a while. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> But at this point, yeah, Professor X is wearing Cerebro on his bucket uh, when he used to have to drive there, open a bunch of doors, walk on in, and uh, literally took up, you know, acres at the old mansion. So it's nice to see it. Uh, I'll just come down to something you strap up. Ooh, you know. Uh, something you just put on your head. And it's uh, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, yeah, it's it. It has followed the path of computers, right? Where yeah. they, they had it as, you know, that whole that whole thing that 
took up all that space where you can't imagine something that powerful uh, being contrived into a small device. And of course, everything we do today has been contrived into a small device. I predict that in 100 years, computers will be five times as large, and only the richest few will have them. Well, you got that wrong, you shithead. Yeah. <laughs> but also a very powerful device, Cerebro, right? Yeah. At one point uh, in the modern storyline, right, it actually takes, not only does it detect mutants, but when it detects them, it completely maps their entire neural system uh, just in case they die and uh, whatever the island is can regrow their bodies and Professor Xavier can basically map their psyche onto a cloned body. Yeah, so they they take regular scans of the mutants, so that way that uh, if they die, they can upload the latest memory that they memories that they had. So could we do that with everybody? Well, yeah, they could. Yeah, they could. <laughs> All right. So we have the cure for death on Krakoa. Uh-huh. Not we, Tom. The X Men sharing it. The oh, they. And well, in in their defense, they've also given offered free medicine to the entire world that will help prolong everyone's life on the one condition that every country recognize them as a sovereign nation. And the answer has been no, because bigotry. (laughs) Yeah. Bigotry. Uh, I'm staying in the X-Men universe for mine, and I'm going to go for a helmet that I don't even think the guy likes. I don't think he wants to wear it, but his dickhead of a fucking brother will fuck him over if he's not wearing this thing 24-7, 365, talking about Juggernaut. There's no way he likes that thing. But man, he's got to have it. <laughs> Good God. Do you, can you imagine what that thing smells like? Oh, uh, it smells like the worst locker room ever. So yeah. once in junior senior high school, 1985. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Juggernaut's helmet protects him from all psychic attacks, pretty much. Some have gotten through over the years, I believe. But uh, and I think she got stabbed through the eye hole once by the the laser daggery thingy that yes. the chick has. It's like a psychic attack. Clock. How do you say it, man? Psylocke? Psylocke, Psylocke, that's right. I never say it right either, Tommy. I'm not making funny. I, I yeah. don't say it right. Uh, so I think she stabbed him in the eye once with her psychic attack because it's like a slim one. But it protects you against almost all psychic attacks, which is a pretty powerful helmet. Uh, and like I said, if your brother, who you hate, is the one of the most powerful psychics uh, on the entire planet, uh, I, I'd sleep on it. Sleep on it, too. What was that? Half-brother. You're right. Half-brother. Why are you going to be like uh, that, Josh? Yeah. What? Family's family, family man. Get over it. Is it? Now I'm picturing him playing uh, Marco Polo in the pool. Not when you meet him in court, Mike. Not when you meet him in court. <laughs> I carry on. Do you think they played Marco Polo as kids? Marco, What? Marco! Fucking what? That's a, that's a joke about his name. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But 
Yeah, next Mike. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with my favorite mask, and that is Mr. Terrific. Oh, drink. Ah, I can't remember. What is the, the tea on the, the tea. Oh, the cold tea, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, that is a cool mask. Uh, we're, for Pensacon, I'm going to be... Dressing up as Mr. Terrific, so I need the mask. So I ask my lovely bride to go on, because she's the one with Amazon Prime. Hey, could you go on and buy me some black face paint? And she was like, that is a bad idea. And I'm like, no, I have to have it for my costume. She's like, no, I'm telling you, don't do that. And I'm like, no, it's just a tea. That's all. It's not going to be the whole not, face. Not yeah. Just a tea is in time to go. <laughs> I'm doing Blueface for the first time ever. Yeah. Got the Nightcrawler thing going. Mike, I would suggest also bringing some masking tape. Oh. For, for clean lines. Oh, good. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. I would go with duct tape. Because I'm I a would, dick. I would not. Because <laughs> I'm a dick. Mike, you should definitely bring duct tape. Yeah, painter's I, tape or masking tape. tape. Mike, are you bringing a uh, makeup sealer? No, do I need that? Maybe I brought. I got some. More importantly, for both of you guys, are you bringing uh, cleaning wipes that take makeup off? Uh, mine is. Uh, I, I've got a little bottle of baby oil, and it says yeah. mine comes off with baby. Mine specifically says it comes off with yeah. baby oil. <laughs> nope. Well, I got cleaning wipes yeah, too. Tom, Tom now, you should just stick with the baby oil. Wipes. It'll be fine. They have things that take makeup off. Okay, I've seen those. You don't want a cleaning wipe. You definitely want a cleanser that takes makeup off. Right. I don't care what the bottle says. <laughs> All right, I'm still bringing my baby oil. That's a good. That's a good call because I'm doing it on Friday, and I don't want to be walking around half blackface <laughs> on Saturday as a bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, and Tom, you don't bro, want to be a fucking like Smurf for the whole weekend. I do not want to be a Smurf for the whole weekend. So if you're doing dark blue, yeah, you need a cleanser that takes that shit off. Don't believe it's just going to be baby oil. All right. The makeup, you know what? I'm, I am a little bit naive. Maybe I yeah. So, Mr. – I almost said Mr. T. So, Mr. Terrific. That's a great guy. So I remember you got the jacket. You got the jacket, right? That really cool jacket. Yeah. yeah. The jacket. It's going to look yeah, awesome. He pulls that tea off and it does all kinds of shit, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to rip that thing off your face yeah. a couple times just for fun. No, no, I'm saying Mr. Terrific has a power. Like, he always has technology, like, hidden in that tea. I yeah. know. That's why I'm going to try to rip Mike off his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome yeah. day for Tom. Jeez, time to go. <laughs> Tommy, what do you got next? Uh, well, you know, I've got a helmet that always represents the law. Of oh, yeah, Judge Dredd's helmet. <laughs> it's a cool uh, helmet. It's yeah. very iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. And uh, we all know that one of our favorite uh, versions of Judge Dredd, my favorite version of Judge Dredd, uh, anyways, uh, and the actor was uh, the Carl guy who plays. Thank Carl you. Uh, he refused to take it off, and the the studio was was gonna sue him because he's like, no, this character doesn't take his helmet off. And they're like, well, why did we hire Carl Urban? And I'm like, I don't know because I'm a good actor. <laughs> I'm tall and big and thick. And also, I just happen to love the character so much that I know he doesn't take the helmet off. It was a really big stake. And it cost Carl Urban, I think, jobs down the line. 
But he stuck to his guns, never took the helmet off, and Judge Dredd, they don't take the helmet off. Side yeah. note, they don't. June 3rd, next season of The Boys. Ooh. God, I love him as Billy. God damn it, I love him as Billy. These guys at Yale. He's got it right. I'll tell you who you got. That was, that was mine. That was Dredd. I mean, I can go again if you want. Oh, all right. All right. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't do much. It has this communication and a couple of night vision things. It, yeah, it's got a couple of vision things. It yeah, conveys his authority. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you must respect my authority. It has the gravitas. My Josh, what do you got next? Uh, so I got you know I still got the list. I'm gonna go with uh, you must respect my authority. This mask has really no powers. It's really just two films of cloth with a special liquid between it that changes shape when uh, your body uh, temperature changes. And this is Rorschach's mask. Drink. Nice. By the way, we're saying drink when we all have the same character. And I love that that mask. I love that character. Uh, I, I actually think this does a better job in the comics than it does on screen. So on screen, oh, yeah. they... They sort of have some random motions in there, but on the in the comic, different panels and different scenes have different plates where you would associate with what's going on in the scene. So I think they're a little more pointed in the on print than they are on screen, but it's but it was also nice for once to see it move in the Watchmen movie and be like, Yeah, that's uh that's pretty intimidating. Oh, and that's badass. Rorschach being a... He's not a big guy, right? That's his whole thing. He's the uh, the Wolverine of the Watchmen world where, you know, he's he's 5'6", 150 pounds. And, uh, but he still needs to intimidate people on the street, and that is part of what he does it with. Yeah, that is world-class intimidation right there. Um... Uh, LT and I were alluding to this earlier, and I just got to point it out that I love this helmet whenever I see it. It has to be the most poorly designed weapon ever. It eventually killed its original user, the Unicorn. The Unicorn. Wow. I drink that. We're doing the worst ones already, or? <laughs> no, I mean, when you're talking about what, I'm kind of thinking, like, these are the ones that stick out of my mind the most. And when I think about helmets, the Unicorn's helmet really sticks out of my mind. As unique, I don't know, I almost said very unique, and my wife would hit me with a slipper. It's a unique helmet, it's a unique design. Uh, if you see it, it catches your attention, it's poorly designed. Because <laughs> so it does give you cancer. Hey, you put a nuclear laser on your forehead, and you're surprised that it gave your brain cancer. I thought you were a genius. I'm a weapons genius. I'm a neuroscientist. Yeah, he was. He was just a guy that volunteered. That's true. He was not just a volunteer guy. That's my choice. I'm sticking to it. Okay. So, what's your next? I'm going to go with one of the best mask designs ever, and that is Spider-Man. Because... Because the beauty of that is that even when Spider-Man came out, representation in comics was very small. But every kid can see himself as Spider-Man 
because you don't know what Spider-Man looks like, just the costume. In fact, uh, one of my favorite panels was when uh, J. Jonah Jameson was being sued, and they called uh, uh, called Spider-Man up to the stand to testify. And they're like, why do you think J. Jonah Jameson has said all these horrible things about you? He goes, I think it's because I'm black. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I missed that. That's awesome. <laughs> but yes, Spider-Man is the perfect costume because again, the the mask at different times has done different things for Spidey, right? Uh, depending on who's which version of the Spider-Man costume you're talking about, the eyes can kind of move and stuff. But just the classic, and I, every man. Uh, hero is what I think makes it the best. I, I think that's a great pick. I really like that. Um, it kind of, for me on the, that costume, it, it depends a little bit about who's drawing it. Because some people go a little over the top on those big ass eyes, which look cool, but you know, I think they overdo it sometimes. You know what I'm talking about. You probably yeah. even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Tommy, you got next. Uh, so, kind of what, uh, an iconic look, but not an iconic character, the Rocketeer. Drink. Uh, that was my indie. It's a good one, but I wouldn't have picked him. Perfectly functional, too. Yep. So that's how he steers. That's how he <laughs> steers. That's how he keeps the bugs out of his eyes. Uh, you know, like I said, it's a perfectly... Uh, perfectly iconic look. Uh, it's got that nice Art Deco styling to it. Um, you know, the character has a great design to it. It's it's not an intensely popular character, though, so... Uh, but just in terms of look, it's just beautiful. I, in terms of look, it is terrific. I think, I mean, it is another functional one. Like you said, he used that son of a bitch to steer. Got that little... Yep. little uh, I think it's called a uh, rudder tail. Rudder tail. I want to say membranes. It kind of reminds me of the way a fish goes. But yeah, Josh, what do you got next? I got one more good one on my list. Don't steal mine. All right, uh, so I'm going down the list here. Okay, I'm just gonna go for for icons. So this is ubiquitous as a symbol like almost no one would not recognize it at this point it's just one of those things that uh, especially as a young sci-fi fan just burned into your brain and stuck with me for life and that is Darth Vader's helmet that's a good helmet that's I mean, a good helmet uh, that's worthy of drinking they, uh, they take that helmet uh, especially in some great comic books Vader down as we've mentioned a million times and just turn that into a symbol of fear and power and I love me some Vader and it's functional that's functional keeps him alive that's a good function it's a a respirator it's life support yeah it's it's got it all built in yeah yep it's the whole spiel Mm mm-hmm all right, my next one's a little controversial because some people didn't like it, uh, but the guy who created it had like a real functionality for it, a real cool thing for it. I'm talking about Black Lightning's original mask, which included 
the Afro. Uh, I thought that was a cool concept. Now I understand why that's why that's uh, some people take offense to that. Oh, wow. Uh, but I mean, it really changed the way the character looked. Yeah. Right. You know, they didn't look it alike. Actual disguise. It, yeah, it was yeah. An actual disguise. Yeah. You're looking for a guy yeah. with a big afro. Well, I, I, I don't have one of those. Continue looking, my good friend. I am a humble teacher at this high school. Yeah. As you can uh, see by my buzz cut, it is not yeah. I. <laughs> I was in a decathlon, my good friend. Why would I have an afro? That is nothing but wind resistance. Uh, so for those of you not to know, his mask had a, a weak component to it, which was uh, not a very large afro. I would say a medium-sized afro that uh, fitted over his head and uh, really acted as a disguise for when uh, Mr. Jefferson uh, was a uh, 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 black lady. Yeah. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. But, you know, it's not my culture. It's not my you know place to say whether or not that's, you know, wrong. But I never, as a kid, I never blinked twice at this one. No, I thought it was a great idea. I mean, as far yeah. as, like, keeping yeah. your secret identity secret, right? Like, Yeah. And yeah. I thought, why didn't Superman do something like this? Because it's the, the hair that gets you. Yeah, the glasses in it enough. Put a oh, yeah? I know. Zoe Dashnell gets this every fucking time. All right. All right. She takes off those glasses like, who the, who the fuck, fuck is, that? is that? I don't know that person. <laughs> Mikey, I know you got plenty. What's your next? So I was going to go with the question, but Josh kind of already did that with Rorschach. Uh, but I love not just the mask, which is just a blank face, which I think is a very cool visual yeah. uh, in a visual medium like uh, comic books, but the fedora uh, that goes with it. I think right, that combination knows. is just amazing. The fedora was actually my next one. I love seeing a superhero in a fedora. Uh, there's been a, a couple handfuls of them out there. Uh, we said Rorschach already, but don't forget the spirit, uh, the question, uh, Harvey Bullock. The Phantom uh, Stranger. The, the, oh, the Phantom yeah. Stranger. Great one. Uh, they all rocked that fedora. Uh, even though I think the Phantom Strangers is a trilby, just saying. Uh, they, they all look terrific. Yeah. The doors are great. Yeah. Can only have one on a team. You can only have one on a team. You can't have, like, Phantom Stranger, uh, uh, the Spirit, and the Question. That's too many fedoras. Sure. Now you're just a bro party. The thing is, they are so hard to keep on your head in a wind. Not if they fit right. I don't know what you're talking about. I have a I have a weather fedora. That's yeah. literally a rainproof fedora. Not all of us are rocking a Modoc kid like you, brother. Yeah, sitting right <laughs> on <laughs> sitting right on Darth Vader's head in the hall. Yeah, yeah. it's We're, never moved yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I've never had trouble with the fedora thing on my head. I've had trouble with uh, my bowler, but that's only because it wasn't very well fitted. Ah, uh, Josh looked good, and the mud. I've always had trouble. I've always had trouble in a windy day keeping that sucker on. You gotta get a hat that fits for you. You just gotta get the fit right. You have you gone to a haberdasher and yeah, actually I got fit? Really? Yeah. Just gotta get the right size hat. That's all. Yeah. Don't get. Don't go to a place that has mediums. Go to a place that has hat sizes. Yeah. I am seven and three quarters. 
Figure it out. Yeah. That's yeah, my military hat. It's a nice thing. It's waterproof. It's crushable. I can pack it away flat. Yeah. Right a nice fedora or truly will last you a lifetime, buddy. Maybe not a lifetime, but it'll last you a while. This has been the Hat Podcast. Well, it kind of is the Hat Podcast, right? It literally it is. is the Hat, Mask, and Helmet Podcast, yeah. Hat, Mask, and Helmet. 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 Todd, what do you got next? Uh, well, I mean, another iconic one. Daredevil. Yeah. Lord yeah. Ed. Yeah. Yeah, plus it covers the eyes, right? Yeah. Covers the eyes. Nobody ex- nobody suspects that he's blind. Which is Gives odd. The horns. He has a helmet that covers his eyes, but yeah. By the way, Daredevil, I draw fake eyes in there. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I can see you perfectly and I hear your heartbeat. Incidentally, yeah, that's a good helmet. I mean, that's it yeah. is very iconic. Whether it's red or yeah. yellow. That one's a good one. It's a good helmet, and yeah. honestly, like if you're in if you're a street level fighting guy and somebody can't gouge their eyes out, that's nice. It's, it's not bad, yeah. It's, right bad. it's functional. It's functional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you got next, Josh? Oof. Okay. Uh, I gotta make a choice here. All right, I'm going. I'm going off off a little bit here, and I'm going with odd job. That's a good, all right. Drink, I was talking about when I was thinking bowler. about the fedoras. Yeah. The bowler yeah. of doom. <laughs> the bowler of doom. Like, yeah, he's throwing that thing and cutting marble statues' heads off with a uh, with a with a hat. Like that guy's that guy's it, doing it. And it comes back. It seems like it'd be very dangerous to try to catch. Well, I mean, I had a D&D character who was a halfling with a four-pole boomerang once. So, <laughs> I mean, you just got to be careful. Yeah. Take your chances, you know. The entire time he's like he's going righty sharpy lefty goody. I remember that you're halfling, uh, Joe Six Fingers. <laughs> Joe <laughs> One Finger. Descent. Out there. Out there. Ah, Joe, that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna go with one that, uh, as a historian, now drives me crazy, but at the time I thought it looked cool. Thor's helmet. Yeah, yeah Vikings didn't wear horns. <laughs> Vikings didn't wear horns. As a historian, now I'm like, well, that's dumb. He doesn't but have horns. He's got wings. He's got wings. He wings. So. He got wings. Yeah. I mean, it's dumb. They didn't have wings either. My well, point. Okay. Yeah. What do they do? Why wings? Same thing with Captain America. Captain America had the wings for a while, too, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Why? I just didn't get it. Because uh, eagles have wings? Because wings are cool? Are they? Helps them tell where the where the wind's going. Yeah. Now, the Flash had wings on the side of his, and that kind of the made... The Flash has, like, little, little radio antennas. Well, no, like the original, I'm talking, I'm going back to the... Oh, you're talking about the Doughboy? Yeah, I'm talking about the Doughboy. That had wings. Yeah, that that was basically Hermes. Yeah. Yeah, that looked like Hermes, thank you. Uh, That, like, that harkened back to Hermes, and I'm like, I got that one. All right, you go with the guy to speed. But the other two guys, they're not flyers. 
I mean, they're not uh, speedsters. I, I just didn't get it. So, yeah. Don't mean to hate on it, but I just didn't get those. Good, Mike. No, I got nothing else. Nothing else? I know Josh has got more time. You got some uh, honorable mentions? Uh, Shellhead. Iron Man. Sure. There's one iconic helmet and useful. Do you have a favorite? I mean, there's been a lot of good ones. Uh, Iterations over I like the Mark 7. The Mark 7? Okay, why? Because it's it's the first one that I, you know, really started reading, and uh, to me it's the most iconic. It's kind of streamlined. My favorite Iron Man suit was the one that had the rocket roller skates. Yeah, it it had the roller skates on it. All right, then. That's my favorite, too. We agree on something. All right. Ah. Good job. Good day. Good day. That was fun. He's got rock and roller skates. That's great. He's got... He invented Heelys before anyone else thought of Heelys. Before anyone else. Yeah. How about a couple honorable mentions there, Josh? All right. Going up the line, Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. Good one. Good one. Dum Dum Dugan's Bowler. Nice. That's a good one. All right. Good man. Black Knight's Helmet. Soon to be seen in an Eternals movie near you, if anybody watches that stuff. Indiana Jones, that hat was fucking magic. It was yeah. better than the fucking snowman's hat. It made its way under every fucking door back door. It's a magic hat. Uh, going up, Night Owl from Watchmen. His, his I mask. I Night Owl, yeah. Pretty iconic. Yeah. It looks good. I like it. Uh, the Mandalorian, a very iconic helmet. It's very hard not to see it. Uh, if you see a mask that's got... The T crossbar that is not on a uh, an ancient knight. You're thinking Mandalorian. And he never uh, takes those off either. Never takes that shit off. Star Lord. He's got the earpiece that turns into the face mask. It's got optics, oxygen, cool. lots of survive yeah. in space. And then of course our dear friend Magneto. Or not always our dear friend, but sometimes our dear friend Magneto, and other times our mortal enemy. Uh, he wears the helmet that of course stops uh, Charles from uh, taking over his mind. I guess we should uh, put Zord in there, too. That was a cool mask. Uh, wasn't that Magneto in disguise? Zorn was, had a uh, a sun inside of him, so he had the metal mask. Uh, and whether he was Magneto in disguise, I don't know, because I can't... I, I think I've blocked out my memory of that shit. Yeah, I think it was actually, yeah, Magneto in disguise, just fucking with everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Which is a pretty long-term fuck with everybody. Yeah. Oh, I can't take the helmet off because I have a son inside. Yeah. Not an S-O-N son, mind you. Yeah. It's the other guy, though. Boom, oh, boom. two more. Doctor Doom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doom. Doom and uh, Nova. The Nova Corps. I was going to say Nova. Yeah. I never liked that helmet. I wasn't a big fan of the helmet, but it is pretty much every power that kid has, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. saying there's no power in that son of a bitch. I just don't like the way it looks. Fair. Never did. Okay. Um, I would say for right, a couple others. You didn't mention Josh, Batman. Yeah. There's <laughs> a reason. Well, yeah. cowls weren't part of it. <laughs> I think cowls are inferred. <laughs> part hat, part mask. Oh yeah, I mean we all yeah we all part dance helmet. around Batman. It's a it's a big one. I mean, it's very it's iconic. iconic. It there. I've had favorite ones. I've had least favorite ones. Uh, you know, I like the, the black rubber look of the movies a little bit more than I like Adam West's cloth one, uh, just because the movie ones do look like they could actually, you know, hold up under a, you know, a couple of bat swings or, you know, yeah, 
<laughs> I think they're cool. I, I, I really like the way the Red Guardians helmet looks. It kind of looks like the old-style football helmets, and I think that looks cool. We also got Deathstroke, Peacemaker. Um, well, Peacemaker's kind of looks weird. Black Panther? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but it'll give you scabies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a toilet on his head? Yeah. yeah. Black Panther's is pretty cool. I like his. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, it's not a helmet. It's a beacon of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah also true. <laughs> and one of them gives you scabies. Yeah. Almost got you the snark. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk about the top hat. You got Mandrake the Magician, Zatara, Zatanna, yeah. uh, the Mad Hatter. The Rose. Mm-hmm. Tuxedo mask. Yeah. Randall's yeah. mask. The Randall. Gentleman Ghost. Oh, the Gentleman Ghost. Good one for a top yeah. uh, Charles Nelson Riley in uh, Lidsville. Mm-hmm. Ask her, you guys. I'll let that <laughs> Somebody's got it. Someone had to. And nobody watched Lidsville? It was an entire show based on hats. I did not. It was uh, one of it was like HR puppet stuff, but Charles Nelson Riley was witchy brother. Already a fucking nightmare. Yeah, HR Charles... puppet stuff like fucking just messed with my psyche as a child. This was way worse, dude. Oh, it was weird because everyone was a talking hat except for the kid. Uh, sounds <laughs> awful. It was crazy. Yeah. I'll find you an episode. I'll shoot you one. It's yeah, got to be on YouTube don't. somewhere. And <laughs> no, you can stop. Oh. That's not. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with never saying that. And he looked like Witchy Poo, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right, any last words on hats, masks, and helmets? Does anybody wear... Uh, so there's a couple of just genres that oh, we oh. didn't hit. Okay, go ahead, Tom. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, before you forget it, don't leave. I it. forgot one of my favorite masks of all times. Fucking Big Pig. The trucker. Trucker? Yeah. I love yeah. this. He, he, he basically has the head of a Razorback. His name is Razorback. Uh, his truck is the big pig. Uh, Razorback's helmet is a big big mask, which yeah. an electrified spine. And I fucking love Razorback. Sorry, go ahead, Josh. <laughs> we, I mean, we missed a couple of genres of hats. Like, is there an iconic hero or anyone you can think of that wears a baseball hat? Uh, the Furies from... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, shut up, they count. <laughs> uh, oh man, security? No. Okay, so no one wears a baseball hat. I, I, yes. No, no, the sportsman, the sportsmaster. Sportsmaster, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Sportsmaster, okay, sportsmaster, okay. Sportsmaster, okay. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes he wears a sometimes. baseball hat. Yeah, sometimes he wears a helmet, he's not okay. stupid. Yeah. yeah, all right. Um, and then I was thinking, um, a scally. Anybody wear a scally? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, not Night Watch. Uh, what's Not Black Watch. Black something. He's a Scottish guy. Uh, What's Juggernaut's pal's name? The Irish. Oh, Blackthorne. Black Tom Cassidy. Black, Black Tom, Tom Cassidy. Yeah. Does Black Tom Cassidy ever wear a scally? He seems like somebody who should have worn a scally. He but wore I, it. I can't honestly picture him ever having worn it. He was. I remember both of them actually wore those uh, in that scene uh, when they're drinking in a pub. Wow. 
And I think Juggernaut War One in the one where he's drinking in a bar and the thing confronts him about his past, which is a Juggernaut was wearing uh, a scally in yeah. the bar. And yeah. That's a great. That's a great issue. Oh, that is one of my favorite issues. That yeah, he's so out of the armor. Good. Yeah, he's just trying to think, trying to figure that out, trying to figure out life, and uh, he's, he was not. Well, he was not having a good night, and yeah. Ben. Was the year that he needed? Yeah. Good on him. That's a hero. That's what a hero does sometimes. Uh, we never mentioned crowds of tiaras. Uh, tiara, of course, Wonder Woman uh, was one of the few in Sailor Moon and the Sailor Moon bunch all have tiaras. But uh, Wonder Woman uses hers pretty offensively sometimes. Serpent's crown. The serpent's crown. All right, another good one. Uh, that's from Marvel Comics. It wrecked the summer of I don't know ninety something. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It, one of the most destructive helmets out, out yeah. there because it yeah. took over all the annuals that year. Uh, I guess we should mention uh, uh, Loki's mask uh, for the mask. I mean the mask. Yeah, mask. It was. No, it was. It was not Loki. Loki's. I mean mask. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was Loki's mask was Loki's in mask. the comic book, The Mask. Yeah. And in the movie. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Gotcha. It's the mask of Loki. I was thinking it's... Marvel Loki when you said Loki. And, yeah. and, and uh, oh. <laughs> the weird helmet. I like that helmet. Uh, but no, I was thinking of the mask from Loki's sure. mask. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talk about iconic and very powerful. But just like Dr. Fate's helmet, are you you? You have some control. Your sensibilities kind of translate better. Uh, like the 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 character, the, the mask. When you are the mask, what you loved in life is just times a thousand. When you're the mask, so I guess you have a little bit more say in what's going on, but you're definitely not in control. Sure, sure. Why not? That's my interpretation, and I think there are many. All right, moving on. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, uh, Silent Bob from all those terrible Jay and Silent Bob type pictures, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box, comics talk for comics fans. Mikey, what do you got in the front of the Long Box? I got nothing this week. Good. I got, I got Pensacon. I got Pensacon on the mind too. I, I've been thinking about very little else. Tommy, what about the back of the Long Box? I have Eons, Volume 1 by... Louis Rosenberg, Kyle Lefevre, Alice Quist, and Stephen Stern. This is a science fiction story uh, about a group of people that volunteer to to be frozen uh, so that if something happens to the Earth, they can be thought out and basically start society over. Uh, and it's they, they sign on for this experiment. They're supposed to be doing, like, a, a dry run, supposed to be frozen for, like, six weeks and thought out. And they think that, you know, that's what's going to happen. But really, when they thaw out, they're in the middle of nowhere, desert, and there's no civilization around. And all indications are that the world's gone to shit, that nuclear wars happened, and that there's no society left, and that it's eons later. And it's about this group of people trying to to basically survive in a world that is hostile to them and uh, with very little uh, resources and try to live that way. 
in a situation that's gone totally foobar. And it's kind of an interesting concept. It was an okay book, but it was an interesting concept. Uh, and there's a little twist at the end. Uh, but but it was, a, it was a pretty decent decent story. And it's by, uh, you know, by foreign uh, publisher Outland Pictures. So if you like sci-fi, you like cerebral-type comics, you might enjoy this. I do like both of those things, so it's... Maybe I'll, maybe I'll grab that one. And uh, Josh, you got any uh, little tangent for us? Well, we are... Uh, we, our, the folks know we're traveling pretty soon down to Pensacola for Pensacola, Florida. We'll... Uh, I mean, this you'll have heard of this podcast by the time we travel. So, But when you're traveling, what's the... Uh, what do you take with you? One, do you take... Do you, do you have a travel companion? Or do you have something, a, a ritual that you travel with that you do every time you go someplace? What's the, uh, what's your, uh, what's your travel buddies? I, I have one travel ritual that my wife has already noticed that I started. I drink a little bit less for the three days leading up to the flight, and I hydrate, hydrate, hydrate way more. Uh, because I always get, like, so dry on airplanes that it's actually, like, annoying to me. Uh, so, like, super hydration, like, three days before I get on a plane, and, uh, I always make sure my, uh, my stuff is charged. I'm sure we all make sure our stuff is charged, but I, uh, I'm, uh, particularly nuts about that because I hate having nothing to do. So I usually just sleep on a plane, as you guys all know. <laughs> For me, it's bringing Pop-Tarts, uh, with me when I travel because... There's nothing like being on a plane and just pulling out the Pop-Tarts because people look at you like, what do you got over there? It's like, yeah. Yeah, Pop-Tarts. Man, haven't you, did you already forget that we're boycotting Pop-Tarts? I did not forget because I bought, (laughs) instead of Pop-Tarts this time, I've got Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal bars. Oh, nice. Good on you, boy. Yeah. You're welcome, LT. I try to respect your, your I try to respect the uh, uh, boycott, LT, and I, I wanted to buy some Pop-Tarts for the flight also, uh, but I'm going to go with uh, making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Fuck that. By we're way, Uncrustables, as soon as we get to Pensacon, uh, Pensacola, we're going to hit a grocery store and get some Uncrustables. Those damn things are good. <laughs> they are. Little portable peanut butter sandwiches that just get better as the day goes on because they get less frozen. <laughs> LT, do you get a little rituals? I, I just, I end up getting like crappy, crappy night's sleep for a couple days beforehand because I'm always like nervous and I'm going to forget shit. And, uh, you know, I, I start packing days ahead of time. Uh, that seems very ironic because I sleep so well next to you. That you, you, <laughs> I, I sleep really well whenever I'm sleeping next to LT, and I don't know why. It's, it's, it's probably the roofie, but I, I gotta say, I sleep incredibly well. It might be the machine. Might be the machine. Yeah, uh, LT sleeps with a uh, CPAC machine. It does make a nice noise. I will say this: I take a nap in the afternoon uh, lately. And I put on the sound of the Star uh, Trek engine room, which is the, the warp drive. You can find it on YouTube. 
they, it plays for three hours, uh, which is more than enough for a nap. I put that on next to my bed, and I am unconscious in seconds. Though I, now we know. Yeah, you don't get to be an engineer on the Enterprise. That's that's the moral of the story. Oh yeah, well you guys all know that the sound of rotors on a on a helicopter do it to me too. And I was a medic on a helicopter flight, and they had to keep waking me up to run IVs because I just I the sound of those rotors just put me the fuck out. Mikey too, right? Yeah, every time I went on a C one thirty. So like, it, so I, I get on the C-130, and I was asleep, and they'd wake me up, and they're like, hey, stay awake. And I'm like, why? why? <laughs> I'm not flying this plane. I don't have to jump out of this plane. The plane this, this C-130 is not on fire. And when I was doing something, it was okay. Like, we pulled a guy out of the water. He needed an IV. We ran it. We did a couple other things. And, like, monitor the patient. All right, I can stand for that. But as soon as the patient was stable... And someone else took over. I was out. <laughs> I just couldn't keep it. Over. I just couldn't keep it together on that plane, on that helicopter. We got to stop talking about how it puts us to sleep because I'm getting tired right now. Yeah, Josh, what do you got? Uh, I have two things. One, I have Monkey, who is a stuffed monkey, unsurprisingly and unoriginally. The other thing I have is uh, I had uh, talked about when I was a kid. I had really wanted the Indiana Jones action figure. And my mother thought he was called Colorado Jones and went out <laughs> to all the stores and couldn't find him. And so I never got Indiana Jones for Christmas. So Violet went out and got me all the Indiana Jones action figures she could find for Christmas. <laughs> That's a good girlfriend so right there. So I've decided that uh, depending on where I'm going, I have to relate the Indiana Jones movie to that destination and that's the action figure that comes with me on the trip. So we're going to Florida. So clearly, Indiana Jones from Temple of Doom. <laughs> He's the guy who's making the trip. Oh, uh, that was last year's Pensacon, man. Where I stayed at the most Western hotel. <laughs> and I watched the play called Florida, which was just a bar across the street from me, where I saw a gun and a knife get pulled within five minutes of walking into the bar. That was a rough year. <laughs> this year we're staying someplace much nicer. Yeah. I'll have my laptop and my projector for movie night so we can watch uh, We can all watch Peacemaker together when we show up on Friday. Sweet. Oh, the new Peacemaker should be out, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's a great idea. By the way, speaking of movies, uh, I texted you guys this earlier. Garth Ennis is writing a Hawk the Slayer comic book? Yeah. And I'm worried because Garth Ennis is one of my favorite comic book writers, and I don't want him to write a good Hawk the Slayer comic. I no, want it the comic to be ironic in some way. Yeah, I want the comic to be so bad it's good. I mean, oh, he's good enough to understand that, though. I hope so. No, when we were kids, we didn't think it was so bad it was good, though. We loved that movie. Oh, yeah. I, I totally love that movie. I still love that movie. I bought it on Amazon Prime. I have it on VHS, and I don't have a VHS player, and Ooh, I won't does. throw it away because I'm worried you're I'll not, never find another copy. Yeah, you're not finding that on DVD. That's, yeah. that's for certain. Blu-ray, beta ray, disc, laser disc. I would. Yes. Oh man, now I gotta find that laser. God damn it! 
Oh, I kind of wanted a laser disc. Uh, Hawk to say that's a great movie. God, I love that movie. Hi. Side note, whenever I travel to move to a new city, I always read The Old Man the Sea. I don't. It's very short. It's a great short novel. I mean, you can read The Old Man of the Sea on a long bus trip. I'd like to thank Kirby Crackle for providing our Geek Rock music every week. You can check him out at kirbycracklemusic.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube and you're like, what music are you talking about? I'm a lazy producer. But on our podcast, I, we actually have Kirby Crackle music. So anywhere you get your podcast, go ahead and look for the Longbox guys. You can find us there. And if you're listening to our podcast, go over to YouTube. And search for the long box guys, and you can see what we actually look like. You'll pay dearly for it, but still, you could do that. And speaking of doing stuff, you could also go over to patreon.com slash the long box guys. And for a mere $1 a month, you can donate to our cause, and you will get a free podcast every week that we decide to do a podcast called The Geek Leak where we talk about all the other non-comic book-related geeky stuff that we're doing, and we do uh, uh, games and stuff like that over there, too. All the money that we make from it goes to the Elizabeth Peabody House, uh, to their food bank. So you got to think of it as it's easy to do well, but it's harder to do good. So go out and do some good and donate to uh, our... Patreon, because we're not taking the money. Uh, so I'd like to give a shout-out to the Red Cross. Uh, they're uh, terribly low on blood uh, coming out of the COVID pandemic, especially now when uh, a lot of the non-emergency surgeries are starting to be ramped up. A lot of people are going in for surgeries that they needed for a long time. Uh, these are really backed up, and the blood supply has almost never been lower. There's been a couple times when it's been a little lower than this, but this is as close as they've been to an, a real, real emergency uh, that they've been in a long time. Uh, I gave uh, platelets uh, during the week, and uh, they uh, gave me the 411 on how bad it is. Uh, please go out and try to give blood this month if you can. Uh, save a life. Be a hero. Yeah, at Pensacon, they always have that blood drive going on. I will yeah. donate because I'm AB negative, and everybody That's gets excited one. when I come in to donate. Uh, I just gave platelets, so I won't be able to. I wasn't able to get blood for a long time because uh, I lived in Germany. Uh, if you're in the same boat as I was, and you were just allowed for Germany and Ireland, uh, those two countries have been taken off the list as of this year. So uh, recheck those and see if you're able to get blood now. Because I am, and I'm happy to do so. I'd also like to thank Hotbox Pizza of Somerville, Massachusetts. They gave me 30 pizzas to give out at the Elizabeth Peabody House. Uh, to all my grade school, uh, we have an after-school program. So we sent all the kids home with their families uh, with a nice hot pizza, uh, which I thought was a really sweet surprise. It was real nice. Uh, the parents liked it. The kids felt uh, a certain amount of pride of being the... The, the person that brings home dinner it was really cute, really nice. I, I enjoyed that uh, day a lot. Cool. Yeah. I'd like to thank GeekOrthodox.com. GeekOrthodox.com. Hello, Timmy. GeekOrthodox.com for bear fine t-shirts and other geeky things such as stained glass prints, Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses, t-shirts, 
baseball caps, you name it, they got it at geekorthodox.com. Yeah. Hey, and Josh, what's the name of your new local comic book place? Uh, great stories. Comics and games uh, here in Whitensville, Massachusetts. Get a chance to go patronize those guys. They don't even have a sign-up. Uh, they're right next to the grocery store, uh, right in the center of town. Get in there and uh, and say hi to those guys. They're nice guys. Uh, side note, I did stop there on the way back from gaming at your house because uh, I wanted to uh, make sure my you know I had my GPS. I, I looked over. I'm like, that's the comic book shop that Josh talks about, and I need some Pokemon cards. Uh, the little after-school program I help run, uh, they're starting a Pokemon group. I went in there. The guys could not have been nicer about uh, giving me a little 411 because I've never played the game before. Uh, they sent me up with a couple of decks. Uh, they even offered to bring in some uh, Pokemon cards next week, uh, some energy cards, because I was a little low on the energy cards. Uh, Magic uh, works on mana. This thing works on energy. and uh, I just didn't have a ton of those. And uh, they're just real nice, real friendly. Listen to me. And the, the store's nice. Good old space. Yeah, big, a lot of gaming room in the back. They were having a, a some sort of card tournament in the back when I was. Yeah. A lot of tables. Ah. Yeah. Big place. Sweet. Anybody else? Of course, we might as well plug Pentagon, even though this will be over by the time. But we sure did enjoy our time in Pentagon, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, your oh, girlfriend so was so good as the White Queen. Oh, yeah. She already sent me a picture on the. Oh, yeah. I can share that picture. Come on, man. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what were the guys dressed as? Uh, let's see. We got the uh, uh, the Traction Mafia one day. Yep. We got yep. 80s X-Men one day. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then we got uh, People's Choice. People's Choice. Probably Traction <laughs> Mafia again. I'm thinking of doing Traction Mafia again. I'm going to go easy. Yeah, it's yeah. so nice. So easy, yeah. The velour Plus, feels good. Uh, Plus, yeah, it looks it cool. So good. You, you might have talked me into just being tracksuit mafia three days in a row. Yeah, <laughs> you might have talked me into tracksuit mafia for the rest of my life. I'm telling you, it's nice. I, I, I put on the uh, uh, nightcrawler suit, and it takes a little bit to get into, but it's 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 a work. It's, it's not bad. I like it. I like my boots. All right, I love you guys. I'll see you guys uh, in uh, Pentagon. And Mikey, what's this podcast like to you? It's like Drunk History, but for comics. And uh, Tommy, Tommy, sweet, sweet Tommy, what are you boycotting now? Uh, I, I'm still boycotting Kentucky, but, uh, you know, if you haven't gotten your shot, get your shot, bro. Get that job, bro. And uh, uh, what, what's our, uh, what's the good brewery down there, Josh? Uh, I don't know. i got to look on my map. <laughs> well, map, McGuire's Pub is that McGuire's your sector? McGuire's Pub. Oh, we're definitely having at least one meal at McGuire's. God, oh, yeah. is that your is is that your sector? Oh, uh, McGuire's will definitely be my sector. We usually eat there Saturday nights so we can hang out with the celebs and tables nearby. That's right. We had a good time last week, uh, last year. Oh, no, the year before yeah. last year. Yeah. All right, uh, that'll do it for the long box guys. Love you guys. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week on. Don't forget.